Welcome back to Perception Sports Talk on this fine Sunday night. I'm Patrick Judd, your host, uh, joined by the McFadden uh, brothers. Once again, Landon Warren will not be joining us tonight. It's a tradition at this point. Is he really part of the podcast? Uh, our next episode on Tuesday night will recap the whole first weekend of the NCAA tournament from the first four games all the way to the second round games. We will uh, discuss who... Uh, Got a bid to the Sweet 16, but first we have some great news, and this is what this whole episode is going to be based on. Our beloved Leo Lions have clinched a state berth for the first time in school history, taking down South Bend St. Joseph 61-59 at Elkhart Semi-State for the F3A division. The Lions were down 16 at halftime, and in a almost flawless second half, led by uh, Blake Davidson, Zach Troyer, and DJ Allen, fueled the Lions to a um, magical comeback. I got to say, it's one of the best student sections I think I've ever been a part of. Even at football games, I don't think it was matched. Yeah, it was no. pretty crazy. Every, every, I feel like every stop we had, every yeah. score we had, everyone was jumping. I feel like it was a college atmosphere in a high school game. I felt like I was part of the paint crew at a Leo High School game. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the Purple Out was a good theme choice, much better than semi-formal yeah. that we were going to do earlier. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of a slow start i mean they got they got a couple stops and then they were they were oh seven i think from behind the arc to start in the first half that Notre Dame commit on south bend had 20 points in the first half outscored leo by himself and then was held scoreless um second uh, all the second half uh they switched xavier Milton on him and he kind of locked him down in the second half he mm-hmm. hit a couple clutch free pointers to fuel the comeback and then they started uh, down 16 and a half yeah just i leaned over to parker at halftime and i said they have to play a flawless half to get back in it. and they made a couple mistakes and that was about it um zach troyer had a great game almost a double double dj allen got a, a few good offensive rebounds and a clutch in one um and then davidson uh not his best shooting night from outside but he really showed up when he needed him uh got a couple steals in the passing lanes and um Really uh, got that, of course, that clutch uh, game winner. Uh, the Leo had the ball, 30 seconds left, tied 59-59. They dribbled all the way down, and then Davidson hit the game winner with 1.7 seconds remaining. And 1.3. that was it. What? 1.3. 1.3. All right. So Leo moves on to play Silver Creek next, or two Saturdays um, from now because of the uh, NCAA tournament in Banker's Life. They'll play Silver Creek um, April 3rd. They are led by Purdue commit Trey Kaufman. And I did message him on Instagram, and I said, Leo's coming for April 3rd. He said, we'll see. So he's a little rattled, I think. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Kill first also playing for a state championship with Blackhawk. They won the 2A semi-state right before. But we'll get to Purdue on another date, Tuesday night. That's going to be a good episode. Um, so first, we got an interview with uh, Zach Troyer coming up here. Um, I'm going to play that clip, and we'll be right back. All right, Zach Troyer, how does it feel going to state for the first time in Leo history? Well, it feels fantastic. Thanks for asking. How do you feel? You just dominated the boards all night and all over the Notre Dame commit and uh, really shut him out in the second half. Well, truth be told, he's just a little too little for me. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. He's that big. He should get his weight up before he goes off to college or else he's going to get bullied a little bit. All right, best of luck against Trey Kaufman in Silver Creek April 3rd. You know what? We'll, we can take him. I got to go. Thanks. All right. Bro. Thank you. That was our interview with uh, Zach Troyer, one of the uh, – Best players on Leo. He finished with 17 points and nine rebounds, and he had a huge second half on the boards. Uh, really um, coming through clutch for the Lions. He is committed to play Indiana Wesleyan next year, and he was kind of talking trash about that Notre Dame kid, saying he's a little small for college. 
Um, we'll see if that uh, confidence fuels a uh, state championship for the Lions. Next up, we got an interview with uh, two-sport star Landon Livingston, uh, one of the fan favorites for the basketball team. Every time uh, he touches the court, the student section goes crazy. So we'll hear from him, and then we got a, a fan interview with Lamarcus himself. Right. D. Landon Livingston, two-time sport or two-sport star. How does it feel? be taking home the first semi-state championship in Leo history? Um, pretty good. You know, um, obviously we were down a half by 16. Yeah. Um, we kind of had to regroup and um, we got the job done and uh, brought home our first semi-state championship. Nice. What did uh, Coach Cogdell say to you in the locker room at halftime? Um, you know, he preaches never give up and um, so that's what we really brought into the second half. Um, we just kept our energy and uh, we had to match our energy so that's what we tried to do. Um, throughout the second half. All right, thank you for your time. Have a good night. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go, Landon. That was two sports star Landon Livingston. Um, we're talking about how Coach Cogdell fueled the Lions' comeback in the second half and uh, kept them level-headed, and they uh, came out with a uh, great effort in the second half and great confidence to uh, make that comeback. And now we have a fan interview from one of the uh, student section's favorite uh, participants. LaMarcus! LaMarcus himself, the L.A. Juan. Here's some words from him. LaMarcus, it seems Leo's super fan. How do you feel about Leo going to state for the first time it's, in school history? It's your, boy, it's your nature boy, Ric Flair. And all I gotta say is, can I get a whoa? Wow, those are some inspirational words from LaMarcus, to say the least. Finally, we have an uh, interview from someone from the other side. A uh, DeKalb student joined our student section on Saturday afternoon, Isabel Geddes. Here were her thoughts on actually being in a real student section for once. I'm here with uh, the Calv senior Isabel Geddes, who was at the uh, Leo semi-state game yesterday. How does it feel to be uh, from the other side in the Leo student section? Um, it was pretty good. I didn't get the you don't go here cheer, so that was pretty nice. We tried um, to start it. It, it. Yeah, it didn't go very far, so that's pretty good. Um, my team lost first round sectional, so it was nice to actually experience a student section that wins. So. Yeah. What would you rate student sec uh, Leo student section on a scale of one to ten? Probably a full a solid ten. Nice. That was it. Was pretty solid. Um, too bad states on your spring break yeah. week, so my spring break's this week, so I can go, but you can't. So. Um, and one last question for you. Who's your uh, favorite player on Leo? Um, I got to say Blake Davidson. That kid's a beast. Yeah. Or Zach Troyer. They're both, okay. both pretty solid. We have uh, interviews of Zach and uh, Landon coming up after this. I'll see you guys then. So now that the uh, interviews are over, I'm going to ask the McFadden brothers what their thoughts were on uh, the uh, semi-state game Saturday afternoon. I just thought it was crazy. It was, the student section was so fun. Uh, we were down 16 at the half. We came back. We got no one thought stops. We were, no one yeah. thought we were winning it at halftime. Yeah, it looked uh, bleak, to be uh, honest. Yeah, and uh, Blake carried it. Well, Troy yeah. and Blake. Blake with the game winner at the end. That really... I just got. I just gotta say he's like. Uh, it was a team effort, huh? Jay, but he's like Jaden Ivey, almost like he was not having his best shooting game from outside, and he's kept taking the shot. He had the confidence to take that last shot, and yeah. it went in. And it paid off. Mm -hmm. So uh, I gotta say one yeah. thing is uh, we tried to storm the court, and there's still time on the clock, so that was awkward. Mrs. Meadows holding the holding the <laughs> holding the seas back. I thought she was gonna get ran over, yeah, but I thought her and uh, boys were about to get ran over. But storming the court was pretty cool. I actually think um, during COVID it was a. Uh, Still good to be out with everybody, and yeah. they let us uh, have our big student section, which is good for the seniors and upperclassmen that really missed out on a football season, to say the least. Yeah, um, I just it was a great game. Uh, it came down to it, and 
their uh, guy from that committed Notre Dame couldn't really play much in the second so, half. Yeah, he had four, four fouls four, right at the four, end. He had four fouls, and student section will not let yes. him let him know that one. So. Well, I think just switching uh, Middleton on him was a yeah. really good choice, and then they didn't let him. They didn't let him have inside, any space. Really. They didn't let him yeah. have any yeah. space outside and either. Middleton did a great job in the first quarter or first half. He really. Sparked it off the bench. Sparked off the bench. He starts. He starts. Oh, he does? Yep. Yeah. And uh, he was having trouble. Well, not really trouble, but he was not getting out on people. Yeah. And then he are we really ramped up on defense in the second half. And he started hitting threes from the corner. So yeah. well, I'm not going to say sparked off the bench. He started the game, and then they kind of came out a little slow, so then he uh, went to the bench for a little bit. And when he came back out, that's what I yeah. meant. Then he really uh, boosted the team's uh, energy in the second half. Uh, they did have Saints. Joseph had that number 12 that made a couple clutch threes down the stretch. Yeah. Leo took the lead, and then he made one, and then he made another one right at the uh, – like two minutes left, I think it was. So I just think that it was – the student section being right behind the basket was a really good it idea. Was, yeah, I like, like Especially in there shooting free throws, and we were going crazy. I would have gone down there and taken my shirt off if the seniors had let me, but <laughs> – You didn't ask them. You, you, yeah. you could have. I did after the game. That's okay. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, yeah you did. I think there actually was an announcement that said you had to, take, you had to keep your shirt on. No, there wasn't because the other, the other side was going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have done it. You know, <laughs> we know you would have. Mrs. Meadows has been like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was a really good game. And uh, I just like the one thing, that, too, the gym was like insane. Indiana high school basketball gyms are absolutely insane. We were not there last week at Newcastle, which is the biggest gym in the country. High school. We went to that one. Though. But um, this one was, I don't know how much it holds, but it seemed, I've been to Northwestern game, and it seemed just as big as Walsh Ryan. Max props at least 1,000. Thousand, yes, yeah, at least a thousand. Or yeah. at the game yesterday. Oh, at the game yesterday, I was like, that gym's got to hold at least like six thousand people. Yeah, no, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah there's at least a thousand. Yeah. So now we're gonna take a quick break. Any last thoughts on it before we uh, nope. cut? We're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna go to a different segment. The uh, McFadden brothers did go to the little Chicago, Illinois, NCAA tournament game in Banker's Life. We're gonna get their thoughts on that, and then we're gonna wrap up this quick episode of Perception. Welcome back to Perception Sports Talk. We're going to get some quick thoughts here from the McFadden brothers. Uh, they went to the Loyola Chicago uh, Illinois game this uh, or today at noon. And uh, was their not their first time in Banker's Life this month? Nope. Because we went to the Pacers game earlier. And we'll be going next weekend. Yeah, you guys sat in almost the same seat. So was it any different than the Pacers game? Like, compare contrast it kind of a little bit. Uh, the Pacers game, we, I mean, the, like, the people were like, cared a lot more about oh, the masks, masks the ushers yeah ushers yeah they cared a lot more about masks but like march madness is just i like college basketball yeah i like college basketball so much better than, than NBA. nba so and how was the atmosphere was the atmosphere still there could you hear the fans oh yeah because well we were sitting in like a illinois section really yeah and they were just like the refs like they didn't like some most calls yeah, that obviously called. i mean they were going like so crazy on the like refs and mm-hmm. like we and were then, yesterday. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was pretty funny to like just sit back and watch yeah. both sides go mm-hmm. back and forth. Because then when Loyola got up at the end of the game, all their fans were going yeah. crazy and chanting and stuff like that. So yes. it's just fun to see both what was the, the sides. chant that you guys are doing at the end. L U C L U C. Yeah. What does that stand for? Do you know? Loyola, Loyola Chicago. You Loyola. Loyola University Chicago. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, oh, Chicago. So, do you, do you know the final Universal. score? The Loyola won by, like, what, 12? 
Yeah, it was like seventy one fifty nine. Yeah, so not not real. I honestly thought there was a chance. You know, Sister Jean's there. There's always a yeah. chance for a little to win. But Loyola's um, not a bad team. They got good dirt and sanity. But yeah, I was gonna say the one play I remember vividly remember watching. Copern had the ball in the point uh, at the post, and I think uh, he was not used to somebody like coming and trying to steal it from. Point guard comes from behind him, just bats the ball away, and yeah. Loyola goes down. They, and, they would trap every single yes. time he got the ball. So when he trapped, you say they, he got a little rattled. He got a little rattled. Oh yeah, he he was that that he tried to pass out and Loyola just swiped the passing lanes yeah. every time. And then they uh they really pounded down low. Stuck one thing I uh admire they did Crowig is Crowig is, is good. Yeah, and they stuck to their game plan. They didn't yeah. try to outgun Illinois. Didn't try to get they, in the they fast just ran break this, a lot. They just ran this play where yes, they ball had, they would ball screen and then they'd go around the screen yep. and they'd always hit the back guy cut every time. Back cut every single time. And they just make their layups. Illinois would keep doing the same thing and over they and make over their, and over. Yeah, and they over. made their fourteen floors. And I said. Free throws and a little bit of defense would be the problem for Illinois. It wasn't really free throws. Coburn made a lot of his free yeah. throws down the stretch, which is shocking. But defense just let him down. I mean, another and thing that I think was Io DeSumo just didn't, like, like he was there, but they just didn't give him a lot of touches. Yeah. Like, every time he had the and ball. And it definitely wasn't by design. I think Lula no. just disrupted Illinois' yeah. game plan on offense. I feel offense. Like, like, every time, like, most times he had the ball, he would score. But then, like... They just want to give him the ball sometimes. Well, yeah, like he want to attack the basket. Yeah, so for a mid-major to step up like that, and it obviously isn't their first rodeo. They made the Final Four three years three ago. Years ago yeah. So they have a couple of pieces um, from that team still. And I think they're better this year than they were that year. But, yeah. you know, it all it takes is to get lucky in March a couple of times. But I think this little team actually, like, they play better than Illinois tonight. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt. Like, play them again. I mean, I, the turnovers by Illinois yeah. was what killed them. Mm-hmm. And, and I they, just they didn't give the ball to it. I would assume I'll. Yeah, like, that's what I just said. Yeah, okay. Well, but um, because they could, they couldn't get it to him. It was like that, and they stuck to their game plan on defense. They executed. They made their ten footer jump shots on offense, and they didn't yeah. try to take too many threes. And you see a lot of these younger teams coming, younger and smaller schools coming to the tournament to try to outgun them with like three pointers and try to get lucky. But I think Loyola didn't get lucky. I think they deserved the win, hundred percent. I think the coaching by Loyola was yeah. way better. Maybe than someone Illinois. IU wants to get on the coaching side. Yeah, I mean, no way. But I heard home. I heard the homestead coach they might try to get, but we'll see. That's a different topic. So. Yeah, that's a different topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we won't get an IU and Purdue tonight. We can we can get all the Purdue slander going Tuesday night. North Texas. We baby. don't want to talk about it right now. Uh, thank you for watching this kind of impromptu. Uh, episode of perception sports talk we wish our leo lions the best of luck on april 3rd at state against silver creek and sadly we will not be there because spring break which kind of sucks the one year they go to state um they moved it back a week but the cow girls will be gone somehow which is kind of weird but it's whatever but thank you for watching we'll be back tuesday night with a whole ncaa first tournament recap 48 games Yes, 48 games were played this weekend, so there's a lot to unpack. It could be a long episode, so I hope you guys stick around for that one. We'll catch you then.